Welcome back, tribe, to the dark side of the human condition. And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Freja, and each week we dive deep into the abyss to shed light on what is the dark side of the human experience that exists in all humans everywhere around the world from birth till death. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose, medically treat any conditions, persuade or change you in any way. So if you're easily triggered or feel you need to get professional help, please do so. What it is meant to do is inspire you to dig deep within your psyche, to challenge your views on this thing we call life. So with that said, let's dive in. So the question of the day is, are you involved in a toxic relationship or even several of them? That term's been thrown around quite a bit lately. And let me say that just because we have disagreements or even arguments with people doesn't mean you're in a toxic relationship. But the difference is how you disagree and or argue with someone It's key to a toxic situation and or a healthy one. Actually, healthy relationships can and will come to points where there are disagreements or argumentative episodes. That's normal and yes, healthy. No relationship is 100% happy all of the time. That's true. But with that being said, it can be functional and loving, even through the rough patches. It should never be about when you argue, one or both of you always gets defensive or never acknowledging that the other person has some valid points. We all have at least some valid points, no matter how skewed some may be. I believe that all people should have the right to be heard and not only heard, but acknowledge that each person most likely has valid points because you're not in a relationship with just yourself. There is always another side of the argument. Many times it may just be when you argue, you just blame each other rather than accepting some of the blame and that can easy, easily escalate into threats or ultimatums. Some people can't resist playing the blame game as they constantly complain about what isn't working in their life. They may blame you or everyone else they know, and yet they get energy from complaining and dumping their frustrations on you. As humans, we have individual ideas as to what we expect from other people in our lives. And sometimes that's where the opportunity arises to confront those differences, but in a healthy manner. Unfortunately, more often than not, that isn't always the case. So let's break it down today as we, uh, just what qualifies, as we discover what qualifies as a toxic relationship. In order to know if you're involved with the toxic people, we must first understand what that phrase means as we've been hearing about it quite a bit over the past several years. And today we're going to take a look at what it means 
and how might we take some steps to deal with it or find some options to remove yourself from such situations. So what is the definition of a toxic relationship, you ask? Well, they come with many faces. They can be a parent, child, siblings, friends, spouses, lovers. And you can even find them at your job. As in a supervisor-employee situation, co-workers, or even a client. These individuals have similar traits. And I'll lay it out, you know, I'll lay out a few of them here. As you may recognize some of these traits in some of your significant relationships. One may be that person who is always critical. Everything about you. As in you can never do or say anything right. From the job you have, the clothes you wear, too much or not enough makeup, the food you cook or eat, you're too fat, you're too skinny, the friends you have, or even your family members that your significant doesn't care for. Sometimes they may actively try to cut you off from your support network of family or friends. Isolation from your support circle. It's usually where it begins. They make you prove your love and commitment to them. They make you choose them over someone else or something they want over something you want. Often, this turns into a divide and conquer dynamic in which the only choice is them, even to the point of requiring you to cut off other meaningful relationships in your life to satisfy them. You see, it's much easier to control another person if you eliminate their support system. Think about those times when you want to talk about something that's important. You don't feel able to get their attention. They ignore you, may laugh at you, laugh it off as if you're being too sensitive, making a big deal out of nothing. Sound familiar? Nothing about you is ever good enough. Constantly stripping away at your self-confidence, your self-esteem, making you feel guilty if you don't do what they want. This person can be hazardous to your health. They're sometimes referred to as the shamer. And they may cut you off, put you down, reprimand you, make fun of your ideas in front of others. They often ignore boundaries and may try to convince you that this criticism is good for you. It's for your own good. They are the kind of person who makes you question your own sanity before theirs. This is what is known as gaslighting. And we'll go more into that in another episode that I have coming on narcissism. But basically, you doubt yourself more and more and find more often that you are consumed with thoughts of what's wrong with me and how can I make things better? How can I make them happy? 
The focus is always on them as they leave you feeling very insecure and unstable. They may even add to that insecurity by threatening to leave you. Or maybe they have abandoned the relationship numerous times in order to teach you a lesson and get you back under control when they decide to take you back. Sure, things may seem fine for a moment. Then the twisted cycle of abuses starts all over again. Ask yourself one thing. Can you turn to your partner for emotional support and vice versa? When times get tough, you should be able to rely on your partner or family and even a trusted friend at the very least for emotional support, no? If that's not an option, stay with me. Do you ever feel like they don't seem interested when you experience success or they belittle your successes? Or when you want to try something new to better yourself or your relationships, do they mock you? Say things like, why are you doing that? Who do you think you are? You're going to embarrass yourself when you fall on your face. What's the problem with you? And stop trying to change me. Any of this sound remotely familiar? Another sign that you may be involved in a toxic relationship is the person who is too controlling and obsessive about having you in their sights 24-7 or constantly monitoring your whereabouts when you're not with them. They become jealous of anyone who takes your time and attention away from them and sometimes even if it's the children. Or it could be the complete opposite, as in when you're physically together, it feels like out of sight, out of mind, when you're not together. Unfortunately, I can relate to that one, especially in a previous relationship with a narcissist. They will put the blame on you for their bad behavior, saying things like... If you would just do as I say, we wouldn't have these issues. As if you're a child and in constant need of being reprimanded. You may even find yourself making excuses for their bad behavior, lying to yourself or family members for what you know is not a healthy behavior or response to a specific situation. That's the point where you may be looking straight down the codependency road, defined as an emotional dependence on someone other than yourself. This would be a form of emotional abuse and again may lead to gaslighting. Remember, it's that behavior toxic people do to make you feel like you're going crazy, yet you know you're not. But after enough of this, you start questioning your sanity. They may even blame you for them hurting your feelings or worse, hurting you physically. You worry that this toxic person in your life might get so angry that they'd hurt you or others or even themselves. Sometimes that's the twisted part of a truly dysfunctional relationship as they may threaten to kill themselves if you leave them. I have seen this firsthand, and 
in hindsight, I have to say that if you've not experienced this kind of behavior before, it's extremely startling and can really throw you off kilter. As you don't want to be responsible for someone committing suicide, right? But if you think about it, it's not your fault if someone is so fragile that they do something so drastic if they can't be with the person that they profess to love but do everything possible to show you that they don't. We cannot be beholden by someone who is hurting us mentally and or physically just because they may off themselves. You now have a sense of being trapped in the relationship and nothing about that says healthy. It's called being held hostage. If you haven't figured it out by now, it's all about control. If you're always having the feeling that you're walking on eggshells around certain people, worried about how they'll react to things or their behavior might be considered overreaction or inappropriate lack of reaction, such as ignoring you, their behavior might be considered passive-aggressive, which is just a subtle form of control. Passive aggression is motivated by a person's belief that expressing anger directly will only make their life worse. The passive-aggressive person uses a phrase like fine and whatever to express anger indirectly and to shut down direct, emotionally honest communication. Although toxic people can be draining and encounters with them will leave you emotionally wiped out, physically and mentally, time with them is about taking care of them and their business, which leaves you feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, and even angry. Don't allow yourself to be their victim as a result of giving and giving and getting nothing in return. In the beginning, you may feel sorry for them and their situations. But once you realize that every interaction with them is negatively charged, you may want to limit your contact with them or maybe cut ties altogether. Your time and your energy are essential for your own life and not unlimited. Don't be so willing to give them away as this is never-ending cycle until they have used you up and then it's on to the next unsuspecting soul. I refer to these types of people as energy vampires. Confronting your toxic relationship takes a great deal of finesse and strength, that's true, but it can be done and the outcome can be sometimes, you know, it can sometimes drain you mentally, physically and spiritually. But once you've identified that you have a toxic relationship in your life, there are specific ways that you can use to confront this family member, spouse, lover, friend in caring and loving ways. Your goal may not necessarily be to sever the relationship, but to set boundaries with them. Only you can decipher whether or not this relationship is worth saving or if it's come to a dead issue and has gone beyond the point of reconciliation. 
assuming both people are on the same page to move forward together, they must truly be committed to change. As in, if only one person is invested in creating healthy changes, there is unfortunately little likelihood that change will occur and the inevitable end of the toxic relationship will drag out needlessly. So if you're still in the frame of mind to try once again to save the relationship, just where to begin can be as clear as recognizing and acknowledging the past toxic behaviors that have harmed the relationship, as this is vital on both sides. It reflects an interest in self-awareness, self-accountability, and self-responsibility. Another option may be that you and your person might need to get things back on track, either through individual or couples counseling, also equally important, it is to take time out from all the chaos in the world and focus on each other, even if that means setting aside time on a regular basis to discuss things going on in your relationship, be it negative or positive. Repairing the relationship will most likely involve addressing past events but shouldn't be the sole and constant focus of your relationship moving forward. Behavioral changes, once addressed, must be the focus. Continuing to batter the other person with their past indiscretions will not serve the relationship recovery, but will continue to be the festering thorn in the side of your relationship. One of the most important factors uh, is to be able to feel safe and heard in your relationships. And if it's at all possible to repair a toxic relationship, it takes time, patience, and diligence. Given that most toxic relationships often occur as a result of long-standing issues in the current relationship or as a result of unaddressed issues from prior relationships that we sometimes refer, uh, we refer to as baggage. You know, those issues that we refuse to let go of. And eventually they show up in our current relationships in many unhealthy ways. When we find ourselves wanting to blame our person for all the problems in the relationship, step back. Try looking at the possible motivations behind their behaviors. Are they going through a hard time in their life right now? Struggling with a job or financial issues? Family dramas? Illness? Too many things on their mind. Not that there should ever be any excuse, ever, for abuse or disrespect, but Many people haven't a clue as to how their behavior affects those around them until it eventually blows up in their face. And now they have to face it head on before a final catastrophe ensues. Again, these aren't excuses for bad behavior, but they can help you come to a better understanding of where this person is coming from and possibly work to a better situation. 
I've often wished that people who were downright abusive had to wear a scarlet letter on their face to warn others that there's a good chance that there's a psychotic piece of shit person in your view when you meet them to say uh, to save the normal people basically from pain and heartache just a thought right as many people have found through some forms of abuse from mild to extreme and some even killed it's fair to say that we all are coming from different perspectives you know we've all been on a different journey in life and it's how we handle a situation right but that being said there is no one coming to save us ever ever yes we may get depressed and yes we may sometimes blame ourselves and after the fear and the emotions have calmed down and the abuser swears it'll never happen again you must understand one thing understand that they are lying most of the times they lie for many reasons be it to save face control the situation you still have some use left albeit twisted or they may not have found your replacement yet the list could go on and on but you get the point bottom line is you cannot change anyone but yourself and your own circumstances you must demand respect from those you allow in your life yes but you'll never get that respect until you respect and love yourself first and foremost that phrase used to confuse me when I would hear people say this but what I had come to realize is that if you don't take care of yourself first you really can't take care of anyone else you can't give what you don't possess as in self-love and self-respect you see people can pick up on another person's lack of self-esteem and self-love and that makes them a prime target for those people who walk this earth using and abusing people and I've also learned that sometimes the very best person we don't want to become we can become just like them not because we are like them at our core we become like them for our very survival meaning we get to a point where we start to believe that everyone is going to use and abuse us so we set up those walls and become of the mindset that it's a dog-eat-dog world and the only way to survive is to get them before you get got right which in turn becomes a very toxic way of living and then we wonder why we have attracted the monsters in our lives some say we become the monster we try to avoid out of our own toxic perspectives of the abuses we've endured and let's face it some relationships are very complex and it may not be so easy to deal with these toxic people until you have reflected on previous 
interactions with them. Line here is that if you feel bad about yourself as a result of a relationship with another person, it's time to sit down and assess the issues and possible remedies to move forward with or without them. They may be unlikely or unwilling to change, but you can. Weigh the pros, if there are any, and the cons of continuing to allow this person to remain in your life. Or at the very least, make a decision to limit your time with this person or end the relationship and don't look back. Maybe get yourself into some form of therapy to understand that these people and their motivations and how to recognize the signs so that going forward in your life, you see them coming from miles away and can immediately run. Run the other way before they get their hooks in you. This topic today has so much more to explore and I'm sure we will do another episode and maybe bring in a guest or two as I want to give you the opportunity, um, some of you to express your thoughts and experiences as I find it so therapeutic. Just getting it off your chest. Reach out and let me know if you'd like to come on the show for a future episode and we'll see what we can do. So as we wrap it up today, we come to the quote of the day. When being in a toxic relationship in life, at times you may have to step outside yourself to see yourself so you can find yourself and love yourself again. And that's by Angel Moriera. As we come to the end of the show today, I hope I've enticed your mind just a little bit. Maybe you're asking yourself a few questions and maybe found a few answers to some. I'd love to hear your thoughts as to what may you may have received out of the show today and what dark areas you'd like to explore here on future episodes. I'm looking forward to diving deep into many more fascinating topics with you and dissecting many more fascinating human experiences. So for more info, please check out our site at tdsothc.com. And if you like what we're bringing you, consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash tdsothc. And remember, as always, if today has you feeling anxious, confused, triggered, or even weary, take a moment right now to quiet your mind, breathe, let go of all distractions, embrace mindfulness, focus your intentions on what you really want, clarify and let go of what no longer serves you, remember your determination is your power and your peace to realize your true purpose, as these brief but mindful moments can allow you a new path to arise. So till next time, walk in the light on the dark side, right here where your vibe attracts your tribe.